Hello and welcome to the Fit 47 podcast. I am one of your coaches, Amelia. And I am your other coach, Chloe. Our goal of Fit 47 is to support you, educate you and empower you to live a healthier, happier lifestyle so you can become the best version of yourself. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it with somebody else you think would enjoy it too. This will help us help more women just like you. Hello and welcome to today's check-in. So it is the first check-in of this intake of eight weeks to change and we're really excited about it but I am actually really tired today and I know this sounds really weird but yeah. it's because I had a lion on that <laughs> Sunday morning. Yeah I've had like too much sleep. I didn't get out of bed on Saturday until 10 o'clock and like normally I'm up between five and six. So it was like a fat that like, is like five a, hours sleeping. That's like a dream yeah. to me. I'm oh. like, oh my God. And now I think oh, the baby sleeps till seven so that I can sleep till seven. <laughs> I, no, literally. And that's like a lion. But I actually feel quite refreshed. We are quite a nice. Uh, I can't actually remember what I've done on Saturday. But Sunday, Michael made a roast and like Ooh. family gone round and it was just nice and Lovely. chilled. And now I'm thinking, I'm like, what did I do? What did I do? This happens go? every week. But whoever I see on a Monday goes, oh, did you have a nice weekend? Did you do anything nice? And I go, I don't and know. I just don't yeah. even know what I've done. <laughs> That's me. I'm like still trying to think of Saturday. And I'm like, I actually don't know what I've done on Saturday. I didn't do anything. I didn't go anywhere really. But me and Michael went for a walk with the baby and like, that's like not, sig- not significant like yeah, i went yeah, to this yeah. party or yeah i think my husband was come around in the morning but yeah not 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 that anyone needs to know about anyway <laughs> okay so yeah week one let's get into it and have a little look so we've actually read through the form already obviously because we wouldn't come in blind <laughs> and um the girls have done absolutely unbelievable on the first week so olivia tunstall who is new to the program has said her win for the week was she's tracked her food consistently and more so than ever before i've tried to do it before but ended up too focused on calories and in an unhealthy way but my mindset has shifted to food being fuel and wanting to feel better in myself feeling inspired by amelia and chloe of for sure so i'm made up with that yeah i'm made up with that but it was actually I spoke to Liv and I think she said this maybe as one of her struggles but she messaged me just to say I can't believe it week one of the program and I've ended up getting Mm -hmm. sick and she's got asthma so she's ended up on like steroids for the chest so it says okay don't worry she said I'm not gonna be able to exercise I was like don't worry the program's not just about exercising let's focus on what you can focus on one of the things being a food and she's really gone all in with a food and it's shown so yeah made up with that in a way you can kind of look at that as flip that into a, a positive, positive anyway like they're yeah. not being able to train because it has given the opportunity to spend that whole week purely so on in nutrition yeah yeah definitely yeah fab so laura sanders who also is new to the program said she completed three gym workouts on her own um she normally would just go to classes due to confidence in the gym and feel so good for it also realized i'd been lifting nine kg and not six on a workout on workout number three as i've been looking at it upside down definitely a win yeah. we were laughing we i was saying isn't it a good job that it was that way around because you'd have been good as if you thought you were doing nine and it was <laughs> it was sick, it was sick. But imagine you were doing that and then you were like what's the hell this nine yeah yeah you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, but yeah i love that it uh, has said there that normally she'd only ever go to classes but now that she's got the program to follow she's been obviously using the gym and she's actually loving it so it just goes to show 
just having something to go in and do and a plan in place before you go in yeah. can really boost your confidence. I don't think people realise how much that helps. Like, going in and being like a rabbit in the headlights and walking around and not knowing what to do. Cause I know, because I used to do it myself. And then as soon as I had a plan, I was like, oh, my God. Like, that whole... This is easy. It's just, yeah, it is. It's, like, so much better. And we've got the videos and everything to help, which she said has actually been a big help. So Helen Kenny has said, finishing work and going straight out for a walk to get some steps in. My worst habit is finishing work and sitting down. Sorry, finishing work after sitting down all day and going straight home and sitting on the couch to watch TV all night. So I actually thought that was a big win. And if you're noticing that you are somebody that does that, actually going home and going straight out for a walk, then that is like, that's such a big win. But also you're going to notice a huge difference just from making that small little change. And it's it's not like drastic to go out for like a half an hour walk, even a 15 minute walk. A 15 minute walk every single night after work is better than what yeah. you were doing of just sitting and it, doing And it all adds up, yeah. doesn't it? And the best thing is doing it as soon as you get home because if you do sit down, it's yeah, like if you say you're going to go to the gym after work, you need to take your stuff with you because if you come home to get your stuff, I'd be exactly the same. I'd be like, oh, well, I'll just stay in now. Yeah, actually, on that note, I think Gemma yeah. Kirby had said that, hasn't she? So going to the gym in the evenings, this was Gemma Kirby's win, uh, which I was so stressed about because I had visions of it being so busy, but it was actually fine. So made up, I made sure I had my bag packed and took it to, took work. It to work with me. So just on yeah, the back of amazing. what what um what you've just said there. Right, so next, Karen said, my biggest win this week was walking into the gym on my own. Woo! That was me. I added that woo bit. Yeah. <laughs> and recording myself doing my deadlifts and squats to check my form with Amelia. Yeah, so Karen normally goes to the gym with Lindsay, who is also on the programme, but Lindsay's been away. So this is just a, an amazing win yeah. to be able to do that on your own and to record it too. Yeah, honestly, like I, I always say to Karen and like give her little tips on on her front squats and her, and her deadlifts and actually they were really good. But Karen did come to the lift with confidence workshop as well. So I think that helped. Um, but I was like, oh my God, I wish you could see my face right now because I was, well, we're videoing this now, aren't we? So you'll be able to see me smile, Karen. I was literally buzzing like I was so made up and she said she told her a daughter and I was, I was like oh my god are you recording yourself I was like ignore it record yourself every time if you want to yeah. like it's such a good thing to do so we were made up with that Emma Holland has said been more consistent which were actually made up to hear from you Em and got myself to the gym twice but knew I couldn't do the third workout so I went for a swim after my second session been trying to move more and be more conscious about food so what made up so well yeah, done Emma. well done Em Emily said getting back on track planning and cooking all my meals sticking to my calories getting back in the gym and feeling good about it so all very lovely wins there yeah well done em i actually spoke to em and she said she's even though she'd been on the program she's had a little bit of time and she's had like nights out and um, she'd been away with her boyfriend and different things like that but she was like right i'm you know, I'm ready now to get back to it. And that's exactly what she's done. So well done, Em. Jenny Fitz has said, starting to track my food better than I have. And I have completed three workouts this week. So well done, Jen. She's also said, biggest win was today. I did not feel like going to the gym at all. But I pull, 
I put it off all morning and force myself to get ready and go. I do not regret it at all. It is so true. You do not regret a workout, but I wouldn't have recognized it if I didn't go. So we love that because we do always say like, you'll never regret a workout, but the hardest thing is getting yourself there. And Jenny made herself go and she was made up after it. So well done. Yeah, well done, Jen. So Kate said, despite going over calories on some days, I ensured all food was tracked. This is a really big win because quite often what we see with women tracking foods is not tracking things because they know it's going to make them go over the calories or they know it isn't going to look how they want it to look in my fitness pal. And so by not putting it in, it, like, it technically doesn't count, but it does your body count those calories and the only person you are cheating is yourself so well done for for being honest with yourself yeah Kate actually said later on in a check and she said this week it's because we asked the question of um how do you feel like your progress is going and she said this week I have although sorry this week I have although I may have gone over my calories on days tracked all my food I have not secretly ate this is getting my sorry this is getting me on track and realizing how I was lying about the foods I was eating now I need to focus on tracking and not going over my calories so we were made up with that sorry there was a little typo in there that threw me because this is actually a lot more common than people think that they think the track and right but they're just not adding that little biscuit in or that little bit of butter or that little bit of milk and like Kate said she was maybe secretly eating so meaning that not like eating where no one could see it, but meaning that she wasn't putting it in my fitness pal. And now that she's been open and honest, and we say that to people, we don't care if you go over your calories as long as you're being open and honest, because if you do that, we can then help you with that. But if we're not seeing it and you're showing us that you are sticking to your calories, we still know that you're not because your weight isn't coming down or your pictures aren't looking any different. So we know technically when you when you are yeah. lying about things, but we've got to just sort of guide you to a place where you feel comfortable to be like, ah, okay, yeah, maybe I am. And Kate's got there now. So now that she's identified that herself, we can move forward from that. And that's actually really good. Yeah, and although we will know that you're not sticking to your calories because your weight won't be coming down, us having all the information there in terms of seeing what it is you're eating and we can see where you're overeating and what what is taking you over your calories, we can notice how those things need to change so it could be that you're going over because you're eating a thousand calories worth of snacks Mm. but your meals are only like 300 calories each and then we can be like right okay so first of all your meals aren't big enough they're not filling you up and that's why you're leaning to snacks all the time just things like that so the more honest you can be and this goes to everybody the more honest you can be and put everything in yes it might not look how you want it to look you might not have hit your protein you may have gone over your calories but it's beneficial for you and and for us yeah that that's what we need to see that's the reason that people come to us because they need help with that but then if you're not showing us then we can't help and it's like we, we can't do we can't do what we can't do we can't exactly. see it so melissa carney has said who is also new to the program i managed to get three workouts in on the days that i wanted to do them so that's actually a really big win for melissa because she's got a brand new baby oh. i think uh, the baby's off uh, maybe i'm gonna say three months but i don't actually think she's that that far no I don't think she's that old yet I'll have to double check with her uh, but she has got a gorgeous little girl she's oh, gorgeous congrats. yeah um 
yet. So Louise said, not feeling guilty. I've had a busy week, tracked where I could, but still made good decisions and loosely counted in my head when not. I've been out for two meals and had a drink. I think this is a huge win because there should never be guilt around food. Like you should never feel guilty, even if you over it by a lot in in a day and you add chocolate for breakfast and crisp for tea and like didn't hit any protein or but there should never be guilt around it and so for Louise to get to that point I think that is amazing and in terms of not tracking but still making good decisions like good because this is where we don't want you tracking your calories forever it's a useful learning tool but once you've got that nailed down and once you understand in the way that you're saying you loosely counted in your head goes because that's all we have to do now because we've tracked for a long time we can loosely know where things are and coming away from tracking it's good that you're kind of at that point yeah which is really good she's also said in like the struggles part but we wanted to add it to the wins that although she's not had a perfect week she hasn't struggled either and this is what we've said what we always say is like you're not you're not going to have a perfect week no one in the world's going to have a perfect week because nobody's perfect um but noticing that all right it might when she's saying she's not had a perfect week it's probably just not up to her usual standard is what she's classing as perfect um but yeah we wanted to just add that into the win and then Gemma Curvy so we mentioned her win just before but she also said balancing my time has been what she struggled with um but we wanted to add this into the win she's had loads on this week so feel absolutely shattered but still proud that I push through because I usually would be so quick to give up. So we actually wanted to put that in the wins um, section because Nicola, one of our um, clients, actually messaged me this morning and she said she has done a weight and she's done a pictures, but she hadn't done a check-in form because she's not been well and she hasn't done anything at all. Now, my message back to Nicola was still make sure you check in because our check-in form doesn't just ask you about last week, which, you know, it is about that, but then it also sets intent for the week ahead so although Nicola hadn't done anything last week it doesn't matter because she could leave them bits blank and but I was sick that's fine but the part the other part that we get you to do is actually setting intentions for the week ahead like what are you going to do now what are you going to do moving forward after being sick Um, and that's the really important part as well so even if you haven't done anything for a full week you still should check in yeah and I also think that you could even if you feel like in terms of health and fitness and having like nutrition nutrition goals and targets and like workouts to do, you know, the first question, what was your biggest win from the past week? It, you could put something to do with your personal life. Like there's surely got to be something in your life that has, has gone well. Yeah. Um, One of my one-to-one girls completed her form and I ask similar questions, you know, what was your biggest win from the past week? And she said that there wasn't any, but I said to her, I think that is a big win. She um has reached out to her doctor to have a knee looked at because there's there's, there's something going on with the knee and it's been going on for a while and she's since got an appointment for the next day and she's started physio. Yeah. So, so I think that's it. That's a yeah. huge win. I think people just think we're talking about like protein. Protein. Water, yeah, it's steps. not always just that. Like actually, I know Nicolette had a win and I know she'll be listening to this. 
because she put it up on a story on Instagram yesterday that she'd um like she was reflecting on a week and she was like she'd spent time with her family and she'd had like cuddles with a dog and so like that they're all wins they're like wins, so yeah. even though like she she probably felt like because she hadn't hit a step sort of protein or a calories but it's not just about that so please girls make sure that you're checking in every week um no matter how the previous week has gone so going into some struggles so Olivia said struggling the most with hitting my 100 gram protein so that's my focus for this week now I'm going to plan my meals so I actually spoke to Olivia about this now Olivia is vegan so she was getting around I'm gonna say 60 70 some days she actually got about 90 um and then I said, you only need that extra little push. So I did send her the vegan protein that you use. Now, we always say try and hit it through food first. But obviously, if she's vegan and she is really struggling, then we would say, you know, there's a protein powder that you could use. There's nothing against protein powder, but we would just prefer it. It's going to be better for you that you're hitting it with high protein foods. Um, But Olivia did say she's going to have more things like lentils and tofu and different stuff like that. So I've said that it's just something to, you're not going to do it in a week. And we've given 100 grams for now so that once she's hit that, we can try and move past that. Because if she hits 100 grams with food and then she has a protein, she'll probably be about, what, 120, 130, something like that. If she has a protein shake and then, you know, we're happy with that. That probably around about Olivia's goal. Um, So it's something that she's going to work on, which actually, yeah, it's been a struggle, but she's identified that through checking in and speaking to me and she's going to do something about it. Yeah, I think it's just one of those things. If you are vegan, you know veggie it, it is going to be more challenging for you to hit your protein goal because high protein foods if you do eat meat it, it's relatively it's easy to you know if you're only having 100 grams of chicken you just have 200 grams like it's really yeah. easy to bump that protein up it does take a little bit more trial and error and a little bit more thought like you've mm. got to sit and, have, and and figure it out and putting it into my fitness pal ahead of time so that you can see but yeah things like lentils um totally yeah and even things like like brown pasta has got like protein in yeah. and there's probably a lot of things garden peas have got loads of protein in but you just don't yeah. realize until you track so it and what else um tends to send broccoli yeah it's got loads a lot in. in um so even like little things like that that you wouldn't think have protein in but actually when you had all them things in and you add it up and you're tracking and you're like ah okay so if I have a little bit more of that it's going to boost it up yeah. Um. so yeah well done Liv I know that you've said that's a struggle but I know she's been making an effort to try and improve that Um. Laura Sanders has said sometimes struggle to hit my calories as I'm not used to having calories that high when on a diet so I actually love this because her calories actually aren't really that high but Laura's come from a place of you know, really low calories, calories and I'm wanting to change that. And she's actually says how good she's feeling and the rest of the form. Um, and it can be a struggle and like anything, it might be a struggle at first, but eventually you will do it and you'll be like, why does he ever even struggle to hit them calories? Yeah, it might take you time to for your... So do you know when people say, um, oh, I don't get hungry of a morning. It's like you don't get hungry of a morning because your body's not, not used to, to having food of a morning. And so once you starting to eat breakfast might be tough to begin with because you don't feel like it but then after a week or two of doing that you wake up in the morning and try and skip breakfast and you you'll be hungry like I'm starving when I wake up so you're gonna at some point your appetite will kind of catch up to you and it won't be as much of a struggle yeah one of my one-to-one girls Sarah who's actually doing a half marathon in October 
I said to her, right, okay, I'm not, I don't want you in these deficit calories anymore because we're increasing your output because she was doing obviously runs and training for the half marathon. So increase the calories. Now it's tougher about three weeks to get used to going up in her calories and having more food. But each week she's got better and that's what will happen for you as well, Laura. Each week it will just become easier and easier. And then before you know it, it'll just become second nature and you won't struggle with it anymore. It's the same with protein. So Kate said, I can eat so well in the day, but if I'm not doing anything in the evening, this is where I can snack more. You've identified it yourself there by saying, if you haven't got anything on. So basically you're eating out of boredom, you're eating out of something to do. And things to combat that would be really checking with yourself when you're naturally like wanting to head towards the kitchen to grab Mm. something and Add in like a pause, and I know it sounds really silly, but just pause with it for a minute and ask yourself, like, am I really hungry? Do I actually really want this? Am I just eating this for something to do? And if it is, go and do something else. Yeah. Go and do a walk. Go and do a 10-minute yoga. Go and put something on, on the telly. Like, j- distract yourself. And then if you still want it again after that, then maybe you do really want it and, and enjoy it. And as long as you've accounted for it, so if you enjoy having a bar of chocolate or a few biscuits and a cup of tea of a night watching the telly, you can do that every night if you want to, but you have to account for it. And it probably means that you shouldn't really be having a bar of chocolate in earlier on in the mm. afternoon as well. Like you just Save need to choose your indulgences. And if you really, some people really like after their lunch having something sweet, but if you prefer that of an evening, save it for the evening, put it into your app because you know that you're going to want it and look forward to it all day and really sit down and enjoy it whilst you're eating it. Like don't eat it on the go. Don't open it like in the kitchen and mm. eat it on your way back. And it sounds really like, I don't know, like over the top to do, but it makes a difference. It makes a difference, like sitting and enjoying it, even watching the telly, eating it really isn't that great because you're not actually paying attention. How many times have you been eating like a bag of crisp or um, Maltesers or something? And when you go back in, you're like, oh my God, they're gone. And there's none left. And you were like, oh, I didn't get a chance to save me last one. Yeah. But it's because you're busy and because you're distracted. Yeah. Helen uh, Kenny's actually said something really similar. So she said before, she actually got sick towards the end of the week, but she said before I was sick, I tried to get fruit and veg into every meal which was really good and eat a bigger portion so felt a lot fuller and had more energy next week I want to try not to snack as much or make better choices as I found I was snacking from boredom and not from hunger so it's very similar to what Kate had said so Helen was snacking from boredom Kate said she's snacking more towards the end of the day and for both of you I think as well one thing that you need to make sure that you're doing is actually Helen said she was doing that now I don't know if if it was more towards when she got sick that she was feeling a bit bored and then that's when she was snacking more. But making sure, we mentioned it before, that your your meals are actually filling. So you've got enough protein in there, you've got plenty of, you know, veg or fruit or salad or whatever it is in your meal. Because if you're only having small meals or for like Kate where she's saying she's wanting to eat later on in the night, are you not eating enough through the day, which is leaving you starving overnight? And then that's where you're finding yourself picking a lot more. It's easily fixed if you're making sure you're having like three decent meals and maybe a little snack through the day of like fruit or yogurt or something like that. And you'll find that you actually don't want as much of an evening anyway. 
And then if you are bored, like you said before, go out for a walk, do something. Like, why are you bored? Is there something that you could be yeah. doing that could make you not bored? And eating isn't going to solve the boredom problem. So if no, you're going and, 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 and grabbing, like, a Kit Kat, the Kit Kat's going to be gone in, like, I mean, 10 seconds if you may, but, like, <laughs> it's going to be gone quite quick. And then yeah. you're still going to be bored. Like, it's, like that's yeah. not going to... what If you are actually bored, a, a bar of chocolate, whatever it is, is not the answer. Yeah. yeah. Definitely, but I, th- I think it can be hard on snacking and people see snacking as a bad thing and it's not bad at all. But if it's taking you over your calories from snacking, then yeah, you do need to look at the snacking. Um, and like Chloe said before, like I'm someone who loves chocolate overnight. I just do. I've always been like that. So if I'm tracking my food or I'm, you know, cutting and trying to lose a little bit of weight, I will make sure that I've got that chocolate tracked in. So the first thing I'll do is track my protein. So we know I've hit my protein for the day. And the second thing I'll do before any fruit and veg or anything like that is I will get that bar of chocolate in my fitness pal because yeah. I know I'm going to want it. So I'll make sure I've had like a ripple or, you know, something added in so that when I've got my cup of tea overnight, I'll sit, I do sit and watch the telly to be fair, but it doesn't mean that I will, I, I like, I do sit and enjoy it um, rather than just But equally, that's not something you're, you're struggling with. No, so no, no. you are kind of okay to do that. Yeah, yeah. When and when you do that as well, if you think about your calories, and if we just go off like, for example, sixteen hundred calories, and let's just use a hundred grams of protein as the goal. So there's four calories per gram of protein. So that means protein is going to take up four hundred calories out of your sixteen hundred. You're left with twelve hundred. If you have a ripple, it's one fifty. Okay, one fifty. So, so it's five fifty. Five fifty. So you're left with one thousand and fifty calories. It's a ripple of one fifty. Yeah. That's right, isn't it? Um, so you're left with 1,050 for everything else. Now, if you are making sure you're getting plenty of fruit and veg in there to bulk your meals out, you will actually you won't actually use a lot of those calories. No. I- I've recorded a reel that I've not yet put out, so exclusive. No, <laughs> but it's literally saying a bag of 10 to stem broccoli mm-hmm. is you know, the normal, like, oblong shape yeah, yeah. bag is 70 calories. For the whole thing? For the whole thing is 70 Insane. calories, yeah. And I worked out the equivalent to in pasta, and pasta, it was, like, not even a handful. Oh, my God, about four pieces. But, but yeah, literally, I mean, it might have been, like, 10, 12. I should have yeah, counted yeah. the pieces, shouldn't I? Um, but it's literally a handful, and so you've got to think, this is why we say plenty of fruit and plenty of veg because you can have that whole thing that whole packet of broccoli what do you think is going to fill you up more the whole packet of broccoli or this tiny little bit of pasta and we're not saying there's anything wrong with pasta but if you are making sure you prioritize your protein get in there the snack that you want to enjoy whenever you want to enjoy that throughout the day and then get all your fruits and veg in there then with whatever you've got left it can be like okay well, I can have this much pasta or yeah. I can have this much potatoes I can have like this much rice this much, or yeah, a wrap or yeah. something like that yeah definitely and if you start looking at like building your meals like that you'll find it like so much easier at first like anything like we said before it'll feel like a bit of a struggle and a bit of brain power but once you've done it more and more and more it just becomes second nature and then you're like that that's what you look at then yeah Actually, the thing that we done last week is trying to get your five feet in bed, didn't we, mm-hmm. uh, per day, which for a lot of people, it is a struggle. It's something that a lot of people struggle with. And even I found sometimes, I was like, oh, God, I've only had four for the day. I've not had me five, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And you do, you if do I don't have my breakfast, I struggle for fruit. Yeah. I don't really struggle with the veg because that's in your meals. But yeah. if I don't have 
me fruit on my breakfast, then yeah. I know I should. But if I'm making something like curry or, I don't know, a lasagna or a pasta bake or something, that I do try and throw loads of veg in yeah. always. So Jenny Fitz has said she feels like she's getting better with her food but needs to put more focus on tracking at the weekend and being more mindful of eating lots of protein and veg with every meal. So obviously we've just spoke about that, but also the weekends we do find, and we actually done a thing on this the other day, didn't we? Um that people get to Friday and then it's like the weekend doesn't count but it's Switch like off. yeah but it's a big part of what you're doing now we're not saying that every single weekend you need to be on it because we understand people have plans of the weekends I think Emily one of uh, Emily Murphy said later on in air checking that she'd been away with her boyfriends and their family and stuff like that so that's one weekend now and then you've got another three four weekends sometimes in a month is that right now it's always three don't know actually maybe like four and a half weekends yeah. maybe so whatever it is <laughs> that you've still got them other weekends but if you're choosing to switch off every weekend then we can guarantee you're probably not going to get the results that you want them to get so your downfall is your weekend and you do need to do something about it this is where learning to just make better decisions really like add up so yeah. if you are someone who is really social and has quite a few things coming up you don't necessarily need to be panicking of like, oh, calories over the weekend. Yes, we would like you to track them because it gives you an idea. Mm-hmm. However, if you're in a situation where you, you can't track, just make smart, sensible decisions when you're going out. If the calories on the menu, great, use that to your advantage. And I think a lot of people fall into the trap of when you go and out for a meal, you think that you need to treat yourself to all kinds and you think that you need to have the sort of the main the dessert a cocktail another cocktail like a bottle of what and go overboard and that is fine if you only go out like once in a blue moon like mm-hmm. once a month or something like I don't know even go once out. a month yeah. no like if you don't go out that often then that's okay but if you're going out like every every weekend every other weekend and it, it's quite a regular thing then you do just need to learn to be like okay I'm out for an occasion I'm here with the people I'm with and remind yourself of it's not the food that you're going to remember in weeks time like if we went out for a meal for your birthday it's for your birthday and I'll, I'm having a nice time with you yeah, I'm not yeah. going to look back and go oh, I'm so so happy I got them chicken wings for me yeah, like, 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 like that's it. not what I'm going to look back and remember yeah. so just making small sensible decisions that add up over time melissa's actually said something similar about the weekend so she said the weekend has been my biggest struggle i literally haven't had a minute all weekend the baby has been glued to me more than she usually um is and we've been out for food saturday for lunch and tea i've tried to eat better options when out but found it hard actually tracking and recording it on my fitness pal i feel like i need to plan food shops better to too because earlier on in the week i felt like i've had eating better and healthier I've been able to plan what I'm having for my meals later on in the week I haven't had as much fresh food in so it's been harder to make better decisions so it's sorry better choices so there's a few little things in there so going on about the weekends and Melissa went out and she ate for her um lunch and her tea out then what we'd say is track your breakfast, make sure you have, if you know that that's going to happen or at least you're going on for one meal, track your breakfast, nice high protein breakfast with like, you know, some fruit, you could even have like a protein yogurt and some fruit. So it's not actually that many calories, but the protein's going to see you through till you have your lunch. And then if you've tracked that and it's only 250 calories, but you've got 1,600 calories for that day, 
Melissa would have 1350 for her lunch and her, her, her dinner. I don't even, I never know what to call them. You know, is it lunch and tea or tea and I dinner? And, lunch and tea. Oh, I just don't know. Anyway, so then even if you didn't track it in my fitness pal, you still know after having your breakfast how many calories you've got left. Even if you forget about protein for that one day, then calories are the most important if you're trying to lose weight. Then if the calories are on the menu, choose two options, one for your lunch and one for your dinner later on, that are going to be within them calories, even if you needed to add them together on my fitness on your calculator. Even if it's not in my fitness pal, you still know from the options you've chose that you're in your calories for the day and it's fine then, even if it's not in my fitness pal, but then you got back to it on the Sunday. Yeah, one of the reasons we would like, like we don't expect you to track all your meals when you're going out, um, but one of the reasons we would like you to give it a go is because I don't know about you, but do you find that when you start working with someone and they very first start tracking, when they do search um like the meals when they're out mm-hmm. or if the calories are on the menu, everyone's always really shocked by the amount yeah, of yeah, calories yeah. and things. And it's because of the way things are cooked a lot yeah. of the time. So at home, we might use like fry lights and low calorie sprays. And you might, or if you're cooking oil, you might measure uh, uh, um, like your mills of oil out and you'll be really like meticulous with this. But when you're in a restaurant, like they're really not. And they're the just going to cooked in loads of butter. So you might order broccoli. And when you track it at home, it's only going to be low calorie because it's cooked in loads of butter. Yeah, it's actually higher. Calorie. Obviously, no restaurant is going to sell you 10 to 10 broccoli that's just been boiled in the pan. Like, <laughs> they're not already. They're going to put like all this nice flavor over it, yeah. all the garlic butter, all the oil, which is lovely. But it, that is why it's going to be higher in calories. So, fat. And then sometimes, sorry to just say, but if like I looked at a menu and the 10 to 10 broccoli did seem really high calorie, which I know because I normally drive my food, and then the chips weren't that many calorie because I was out and having a meal I'd choose the chips because yeah all right the 10 to 10 broccoli are going to be better for me in like the nutrients and all that but actually what I really want is the chips and the calories aren't that different so I'll choose the chips yeah do you know what I mean yeah just to point out for anyone who doesn't know um one gram of fat is nine calories which is why things like an avocado as great as they are for yeah full of healthy fats and we're not saying you shouldn't eat fat. Everybody should be including fats in the diet, but the calories in that just do rack up a little bit um, quicker than you would see with carbs or protein. But it is really eye-opening. Start to pay attention to the calories on menus. Who was telling me about a breakfast, like um, a like spoon's breakfast or something is literally over a thousand yeah it's yeah, like yeah. 1500 or something for some people that's like very very close to being like your full okay. calories for the day so it that would if that was me and I was on a diet and I was trying to control my overall intake I'd be like no oh, I'm not having that yeah like I think it's a really good thing that they've got calories on the, the menus now I, th- I do because you will go to, you might look at something and think oh I'll get that and then see the calories. And if you're not really set on getting it, you'll go, oh, actually, it's not worth it. And that's what you do a lot of time. But if the other hand, if you are set on getting it, and that's what you really feel like, then get it. Because if you don't, and I've done this before, and got a salad or something instead, and then I've done nothing but think about that food, so then I end up getting something later on as well. And actually, it just took me over my calories anyway, when I should have just got the thing that I really wanted. Yeah, I think it's trying to own your decisions as well like we do say this a lot it's your choice you watch everything you do in life is a choice and 
if you choose to get the higher calorie meal that is going to take it over your calories that's fine but it was your choice nobody made you do it yeah but no one's making you do it and it's fine sometimes we do choose to have things that are higher in calories yesterday I um ended up having a Domino's pizza like didn't eat the full pizza I left two slices because it was full and I was happy with that but it was a bit of a surprise dominoes I normally like knowing that I'm gonna have it and having a few days to really look forward to it and be a bit more mindful with my decisions on the lead up so I've saved a few calories but Richard done a triathlon yesterday and he won and I felt bad because I didn't go and watch him and he'd won so I went oh what do you want for tea and he was like a dominoes so I was like okay had the dominoes but yeah okay that's taking me over what I would have liked for for the day but it's also like one dominoes like I'm I probably won't have that again now for another couple of months so it's fine do you know I can't eat a full pizza like I've got a big appetite but I can't do it like I I physically can't do it I don't know I only have like three or four pieces and I'm like yeah I'm done yeah I'm done. Michael loves it because if we get a pizza, I yeah. literally have like three pieces yeah. of pizza the full thing. Oh my God, yeah, you are a good person. Yeah, pizza with, get a pizza with me, Cloud. <laughs> One little tip that always helped me when... I, the last thing we want is you to be going out and having an absolute meltdown when you're seeing the calories on menus and being like, oh my God, there's nothing that's going to fit with it. Like, we don't want you to be like that. And some places that you go will just naturally you're not going to get a meal like some places are good aren't they and they have like um under five but like yeah, yeah, yeah. and they have that but not everywhere has got that and sometimes you are, are going to just have to accept that okay I'm gonna have to actually eat a bit more but remind yourself like you were gonna eat a meal anyway so even if you only normally at home would have a meal that's about 500 calories for your tea and this is 800 but you've only gone over by 300 yeah, you've probably only much. brought yourself out your deficit for that one day but the other six yeah. days you were still in it so you were still overall will actually be in a deficit you were gonna eat anyway you're just having something a bit less nutritious and yeah. a bit higher in calorie than what you would have done and the key thing is is say you go out on saturday and you do get a meal and it's taking you over your calories by three to five hundred it's fine get back on it the next day because what the problem is is people go over by 300 to 500 say and then it's all the decisions that they make after that because in the head they're like oh I've got over my calories well I might as well just fuck it and just go into and eat everything but that's it's not the three or 500 calories on the Saturday night that that was the bad thing it was all the decisions that you made then on the Sunday because you thought that you'd done bad on the Saturday but actually it's the Sunday that you need to just get back to it because then you've only gone over the three or five hundred, whereas you could be going over well more if you go out of control on the Sunday. I have a really good example of this, and sorry to anyone who's heard it before, but Domino's pizza, like I don't really like other takeaways, I just I yeah. really like a Domino's. And I used to years ago would in that morning that I knew I'd have the Domino's that night, I'd have like a bowl of chicken sausages and egg whites and I'd literally dip it into the tiniest bit of sauce and then I wouldn't eat all day. So then by the time it got round towards the Domino's, I was starving. I'd order a full large pizza, Richard would have his pizza and then I'd get the cookies and the wedges um, and the like everything, the chicken mm. strippers or kickers, whatever they are. And I'd eat the whole pizza and then I'd eat all, all the sides, I'd eat me two cookies, and then I'd be like, afterwards, sure, I'll have, I've, I've ruined it now anyway, yeah. so, so shall we just go, and we'd go and buy a tub of Ben and Jerry's, and we'd come back and we'd eat it, whereas yesterday I had my normal breakfast, which is high in protein, three different types of fruit in it, um, 30 grams, I've said high in protein, haven't I? Yeah. Like about, about, about 500 calories, I had like a normal lunch, again, about 500 calories, high in protein, plenty of veg in it, 
and then I got to the pizza and I had didn't even eat I it didn't all. even eat it all because I didn't feel like I need I that's another it. thing that a lot of people do is they won't eat all day because they're going out and later on it's the worst thing you can do oh. honestly still have like your breakfast and your dinner and then go out and have have your tea but people think oh well I won't because I just save all the calories but then that's exactly what you do because you go out and you're starving you do get the the uh, start of the main, the dessert, the cocktails, the sides, this, that, the other, and you go over massively over your calories, whereas you wouldn't gone over if you would have just had your normal breakfast. And your it's lunch. all about managing your hunger, mm-hmm. and this is why like regular meals with plenty of protein are good because you don't want to ever be absolutely stuffed where you feel sick and you've had too much, but you don't want to be absolutely starving either. It's yeah. like if you've ever gone shopping when you're hungry. Oh my god, worst thing to do. Me dad, my dad always told me that. You know, my dad always went, never go shopping when you're hungry and I have done it and then when I look at my trolley it's got all cakes in it's crisp and all shit that I don't want to buy and as soon as I get in the car I'm like oh I'll get where's them where's them jellies yeah. and I'm like I don't even want no. them yeah worst thing to do so another struggle Emma Holland has said struggle with my recovery after the gym this week think it's because I've been out of the gym a while my muscles aren't used to being used not it need to get better with meal prepping so I'm a bit fuller okay yeah so we've just spoke about how you can do that with being fuller for longer and stuff like that protein plenty of veggies but we wanted to touch on the bit where Emma's saying that she's sore so being sore it, you might have heard people talk about DOMS. DOMS is being sore. It's uh, called delayed onset muscle soreness. It can happen 24 to 72 hours after a workout. So, you know, when the next day you think, oh, I feel fine. But then the day after that, you're like, oh, I can't move. Now, we wanted to mention this because it is the first week of the programme and quite a few of you are probably feeling the same. It is normal to feel sore, but it's not the sign of a good workout. It's just the sign of a new stimulus. So a lot of people train and if they train and they're not sore the next day, they think that the workout was shit. And it's not. The, the goal is not to be sore. Actually, it's not great being too sore because you're not going to be able to give the effort to your other workouts. But if you are sore, the best thing to do is make sure you keep moving. So go on plenty of walks. And um, otherwise, you sort of seize up, don't you? You know, like, you know, when you've been in bed and then you wake up the next day, you're like, oh my oh. God, I'm killing. It's because you haven't moved all night. You've been asleep. So make sure you go on plenty of walks. Epsom salt baths, nice hot baths, stuff like that. That always helps. Um, and stretching as well. So any of the cool downs on the app you can do them after your workout you can even just just do them in the house if you've um if you are feeling a little bit sore but a little bit of stretching and mobility will like you know ease their muscles up a little bit and just make sure that you're eating your protein because your protein Mm -hmm. is your building blocks to help repair and grow your muscles and so what yeah. better it's really important what happens is when you're exercising you are damaging the muscle so you're technically sort of like ripping your muscle without anyone going oh don't want to exercise and ripping my muscles but you're damaging the muscle and then when you're eating your protein and you're recovering you're building that muscle back up and then it, it we repeat that process of breaking it down and building it back up and then that's how we get that toned physique that everybody's looking for um through you know exercising and recovering and this is why we say you shouldn't exercise every single day because if you're doing that every single day or exercising twice a day you're never getting that recovery so you're never actually building it back up you're just constantly damaging the muscle but you're never actually building that muscle back up so make sure that you're doing all of them things that we've just mentioned i just want to see if anybody else has mentioned anything about exercise yeah so um olivia has said so we ask a question about how do you feel your training has gone over the past week she said, not being able to work out 
once because of my chest infection so sad but because there's nothing I can do I am just waiting to feel better and going to smash it as soon as I can I've always struggled more with nutrition so I'm feeling positive which is great you've used the there's literally nothing you were right there's nothing you can do about Mm. it it was completely out of your control yeah you're a bit sad but you can't change what you can't change and you use the time to focus on your nutrition yeah and like she said there actually the thing that she's always struggled with is nutrition so like you said before it's actually a blessing in disguise because you've been able to really focus on your nutrition and she said she's felt better from that already helen has said i have completed two of the sessions so far i'm still a bit unwell this morning but if it i feel okay i'm gonna go and try and get it the third one in today i've loved being back in the gym and i'm surprised myself with some of the weight i've been able to use as i haven't constantly train it consistently train for a year I also found my mindset to training was different as I normally would push through each set quickly to get it over and done with whereas I look at my time this week and use the timer so the timer on the app to make sure I was taking the full 90 second rest honestly I love that because a lot of people will do that they'll just rush through they won't really rest in between the sets but actually you're not doing yourself any help any good because if you do say a back a set of back squats, for instance, and then you only rest for 30 seconds because you're trying to rush and get them done, you won't perform as good on that next set or that third set because you haven't rested enough. So we're not talking about rest days here, we're talking about rest periods between each set. So you'll do a back squat and then you'll rest for up to 90 seconds, two minutes, depending if you've done a really heavy one, it might be even up to five minutes, depending on what sort of training that you're doing. But we're not actually doing strength training, so to say, on this uh, program. So you shouldn't need to rest for that long. But if you do need to rest longer than 90 seconds, rest longer than 90 seconds. But any extra actually... like three minutes, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's actually noticed that she did used to rush through it and now she's taking a time and you will feel better from that because you'll feel like all your other sets are a lot better and, and yeah. a lot more like a uh, fluid sort of thing. It really does depend on what the goal is. So if you were wanting to say improve like fitness and like muscle endurance then you you might look at only having shorter rest periods between your sets but the majority of women on this program want to build a toned physique want to get stronger and the only way to do that is to make sure you are getting enough rest in between sets because if you're not giving yourself enough rest you're not going to be able to lift as heavy on your next set and that's not the right level of stimulus that you need for your muscles to grow yeah Melissa has said that she's happy with the workout she's done. I could probably push myself more in terms of reps and weights, but I'm conscious of overdoing it after the C-section. As long as I'm getting at least three workouts in each week, I'm happy. So aiming for that again this week. So I actually spoke to Melissa and she did have a C-section and she mentioned the home workouts. I've actually got like a lot of core work in, uh, whereas the ones that are like gym-based, but actually Melissa's really lucky. She's got like a little home gym. Mm -hmm. So she sent me a little video of what she's got and I said to a star to do the uh, beginner gym workout instead because it it hasn't got that core work in now it's not to say that she shouldn't be doing core work that's fine but we're just conscious of a scar because she's done some leg raises and she said it didn't feel comfortable on a scar so I said don't do them like let's switch and, and have a little look at what you're doing so I've actually told her what to do now um and it is you know when you have had a c-section or you've just had a baby it is about still listening to your body and if something doesn't feel right even just anyone it doesn't matter if you haven't had a baby but 
always listen to your body. If you do an exercise and go, oh, my knee didn't feel right there or my arm didn't feel right there, check what you were doing. Maybe don't do it or come and speak to me and Chloe and we'll go through it with you because we do not want anybody injuring themselves or hurting themselves while they're doing anything. If you're unsure on anything like that, please just come and speak to us. Okay, so going on to, we asked the question, were your actions in line with your goals this week? So Emily Murphy has said, I think yes, but I had a weekend away planned this weekend, so I haven't continued I haven't continued this weekend. I'm away with my boyfriend and his family. I stayed on track Friday, but not Saturday and Sunday. But I stayed on track last weekend and I will next weekend. I know you can't get to your goals if you don't stay on track on the weekends. But I think some weekends with plans, it's just not possible. So I'm making sure I stay on track the weekends before and the weekends after any time I have the weekends away or big plans. So I think that's actually really good what Emily said. So... Yet you're not going to hit your goals, like we've said, if you're going off track every single weekend. But if you've got a weekend planned and it's only one weekend out of the month, it's fine not to be on track with your food and everything for them two days because two days out of a month is nothing. But like, what would it be? Two, four, six, eight, possibly. Oh, my arm oh, that's terrible, isn't it? You know, eight, possibly up to 10, 10 days out of a month is a lot different to two. What I wanted to say on that was... It's like, a, it's just a saying. And I think when you say things that are like a phrase, it's mm. easy to like overlook like what it really means. Mm. But you are a result of your actions over time. And so if the majority of the time you are on, on track, you are within a healthy calorie range, you are hitting protein, you're drinking water, you, you're going out for steps, you're a person who is active. If you are like that most of the time, when it does come to the weekends, I don't want to say they don't they don't matter because the weekends really do yeah, matter. Yeah, but yeah. if most of the time you do all the other things that you need to do, it does take the pressure off when it gets to the weekend. But I know what you're saying. It's like if most of the time, well, we use the 80-20 rule, don't we? So if 80% of the time you're being you know on it and you know you're tracking your food and you're hitting all your things it's okay to maybe take your foot off the gas a little bit on the weekends but as long as you're not completely not tracking you're not getting your steps and you're not going to the gym you're not drinking your water yeah there's a difference it's different than taking your foot off the gas a little bit is that what you're trying to say yeah and I was gonna say like your mindset towards it all is huge Mm so even if you were to have social things on like most of the weekends like go you like that, yeah. that's great well, I, think, lydia, I think that's lovely lydia done she signed up didn't she? yeah 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 so that she's still on the program but the last eight weeks she had something every single weekend and that's why she signed up and she actually got amazing results just because she managed the weekends better than she yeah, would off that's it but and what i was trying to say and i don't know why i couldn't put this into words but it's when you tell yourself things are off limits that's when you want them more. And so if you can learn to incorporate like a drink on a Tuesday night, if if you just fancied a glass of wine with yeah, your tea, yeah. and I'm not like encouraging everybody goes and does like midweek drinking, but I mean, rather than be like, no, can't have that, can't have that. And then when it does get to the weekend, you're going overboard on it because it was so off limits through the week. When it actually gets to the weekends and these things are on and you do go away with family or go out for meals, 
you don't feel like, oh, well, I need to have all this stuff because I can't normally have it and I've got yeah, to make the yeah, most yeah. of it. You te- you just find that you can go out to those meals and, oh, I'll just have that. And like, and it becomes less of a like, oh, I'm going out and there's all this food and I want this. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. because your mindset towards it isn't like, I can't have those things. You can have those things whenever you want them. And you actually start to think, well, I don't actually want yeah. that all the time. That is what we do though, don't we? Like that, that is our thing. We help people understand that they can have all this stuff if they want it but actually when they realize that they can have it they don't actually want it it's like reverse psychology yeah sort of um okay so melissa has said yes i think i have been on track with their goals and actions have been on track with her goals there's been days where i've not been able to go for a walk and not had all my steps in but i've walked around the kitchen islands while my tea has been cooking to make sure i got my minimum steps it's really made me laugh because when I was here the other week, I went, sorry. When I was here the other week, and Jace was here, and he was in his little walker. Oh yeah, yeah. I couldn't stand still because Jace was just like ramming, ramming into me feet, and it was killing. So I got all my steps in that day from walking around your kitchen island. Honestly, just have if you want to get your steps in, just have a baby because <laughs> honestly, I get so many steps in now purely because I'm running after Jace. So. Melissa, once well the baby done. is more on the go like Jace's, you will have no problem whatsoever getting them steps in, <laughs> let me tell you. Um, but that's actually really good that she's gone, okay, I know that I'm not at my steps, but to get me minimum steps while I'm cooking the tea, I'm going to move instead of just standing there still. Um, this is actually a good thing to do. And she's even said about getting a minimum step. So we say to everybody, your minimum non-negotiable is like 7K. For some people, there may be a... a like considerations of the rules sometimes but for most people it's minimum of 7k now if you're getting 7k a day we're happy with that because if you're pushing to get that you were obviously somebody who weren't getting that so that little push is actually going to do a world of difference for you and so just incorporating things like that just walking while you're making the tea around the islands going and taking the stairs a few times getting up and having a conversation on your phone like if you're having a phone call to your mum walking around the house while you're doing it little <laughs> things like that it doesn't have to be going out for a walk are you laughing at you were laughing at me on my reel when i was like your phone yeah oh, your phone yeah no i'm doing it all right <laughs> um okay so kate has said oh, we read that one before about um about the like sort of secret eating yeah, actually, I thought that was really good. I'm really honest about it as well. So Olivia said, the check-ins really helped me as I know I need to hold myself accountable. And that is what these check-ins are all about. It is holding yourself accountable, understanding where you're at and where you need to be and what you need to do the following week to get yourself closer to your goals. And Olivia said, she's loving it so far. And thank you for all your help. You are very welcome, Liv. And then Laura has said, she's feeling good and I felt good in myself and slightly disheartened that the scales hadn't changed this morning I need to get out of the mindset of needing to be a certain number on the scales as in the past I've always was very focused on this but she's loving the program so far and can't wait to see what the next few weeks hold so I actually had this conversation with Laura because that's what she put on a form when she started is she needed to be this certain weight and I said to her take your, your mind off being a certain weight on the scales because you're only ever going to feel disheartened if you're focused on the scales. Start focusing on everything else. And actually, a lot of the time, you may be heavier, but you could end up being in the best shape of your life. Well, I was actually going to say to you, Laura, you might the body you want might not actually be possible at the weight that you want to be. That's actually a good point. Because I used to be obsessed with being a certain weight and never ever wanted to be above that 
really struggled with the scales I remember having like a note in my phone of my weight every single day and now that's not to say that that's bad because weighing in every single day was actually show you how your weight does fluctuate day to day however I was doing it from a not good place but years on changing my mindset and putting weight on I don't I couldn't, I couldn't have the body I have now. And that's not me being like, oh my God, my life. But I couldn't be happy in the body I've got now at the weight that I yeah. once wanted to be because it isn't possible because you need muscle to look toned. You can be the slimmest person in the world in terms of lean and not have much body fat. But if you haven't got any muscle underneath it, you are never going to look toned. You need yeah. to build muscle and muscle waste something. Yeah, I, I do think that's actually a really good point. And the, the, the way she probably is thinking of like, well, I want to look this certain way maybe. But that's always the thing as well as when people start the journey, it's because they want to look a certain way, but eventually they realise how it's making them feel. So it comes away from being a certain weight on the scales or to look a certain way. And actually I'm just doing this because it's part of my life and it makes me feel like fucking good. Yeah, um, and without going into it too much as well, your scale weight does fluctuate day to day and you very may as well. You might have lost weight, um, Laura, but because of the weekend, if you've had a little bit different food or maybe you've had a drink, you could just be holding a little bit more water and in a couple of days' time, weigh in again. We get you to weigh in three times a week. Now your weight might have come down by Wednesday. The biggest thing we say is, are you ticking your non-negotiable things that you need to do? Are you hitting your steps, hitting your protein and staying within your calories? If you are, then just stick at it. One yeah. week is not enough. It's not enough. I was going to say, remember, it's only been a week. If this was still the case in four weeks' time, then that's enough time to us for us to go, oh, okay, something might need to change you. But I can guarantee four weeks' time, it will have come down. So don't worry about it. It's only been one week. Emily has said, I'm feeling motivated at the moment and loved the food I've ate this week. So going to continue um, enjoying planning my food and cooking. So that's actually really good. If you're enjoying what you're eating, make more of that like in the coming days and in the coming weeks because if you're enjoying it then it's going to be a lot more yeah. easier for you to stick to i do that with food eat if i like something i'll have it all the time and then i'm like i'm sick of that yeah no i do that i have for a few days and i'm like no i'm done <laughs> jenny said so far i think it's going good i can be better especially with my tracking but i'm happy i've completed three workouts this week and i'm giving reaching, reaching my steps a goal a good go- sorry sorry reaching my step goal a good go just have to keep pushing my weight is coming down and I'm feeling much more better for it oh, I love that so Kate has said this week I have oh I think we did we read this one before yeah about the uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and being honest um with yourself Kate and tracking everything but well done and definitely keep that up Melissa has said she's happy with the progress so far I already feel better in myself I just want to be healthier and fitter and I can feel the change even after the week I feel like I have more energy and my skin even feels better so think of what you're going to feel like as the time keeps going and this is what we're saying to people like if you cut like what we say to Laura then if you come away from the weight on the scales and look at the other stuff like Melissa said she's feeling like she's got more energy and her skin's even feeling better start to focus on them other things and then your weight and everything won't even matter because that will sort of take care of itself if you're doing all the things that you know you need to yeah. be doing and you start noticing ah i've got more energy i feel better having these higher calories and you know stuff like yeah. that melissa's also said she's so happy that her calories are making her feel full and that it's not overwhelming to take everything off that i need to do each day and that's the thing that we pride ourselves on as well is that we don't give you unrealistic goals like we have heard 
of different things in the past 20 case steps yeah like unrealistic things and melissa's a new mom do you know what i mean so we give her things that has been realistic for her to hit even while having the baby and you know getting to grips with being a new mom because it is hard and everything's changed so here then saying that actually it's not that hard to do this Mm -hmm. in her life is we're not trying to fit you into it's like um a cookie cookie no you know like a where people say like a square square hole and or the other way around what is it square peg round Round hole hole. it's not like that we're actually trying to fit this into your life rather than you fit in with us sort of thing (laughs) you've seen there's a little video of a kid on like instagram or something somewhere and she's got like a square like peg and it's the different shapes and it's meant to go in and she can't get it in so she pulls the lid off and just (laughs) goes from something anyway (laughs) <laughs> that's hysterical I've not seen that like she, she finds her own way yeah like, I love yeah. kids for stuff like that and then finally Louisa said progress as in weight loss probably not the best but I feel good and in good in a good place I've really struggled this year so much going on and so much has changed so I feel like this is a big shift for me this week and we're actually yeah, made up with that. that because we know Louisa's had like a really busy year and a lot going on so taking her away from like the scales and that again but she said actually she's in a really good place so we're made up with that so let's just make sure girls that you're checking in every week if you're struggling with anything at all please come and speak to me and Chloe remember we are your coaches we are here to help you we're not here to judge you in any way we're here because we want you to do the best we want you to feel the best and we want you to be the most confident